Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, attorney Kim Hegwood with Hegwood Law Group and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with me, Kim Hegwood, and our very special guest today is Ken Lambert, the funeral negotiator. So good morning. Good morning. And so I'm assuming when people came on the podcast today, they're thinking funeral negotiator. You know, I wonder what that is. So why don't you tell them? Okay. Well, a funeral negotiator is not a funeral director. We don't own a cemetery or a funeral home. Uh, we're the coach on the family side, and we save families thousands and often tens of thousands of dollars. And we do three things. One, we talk them through a funeral slow them down even if two o'clock in the morning if i can slow you down so you can think you can make good decisions so we help them decide what to do then we help them decide uh who to go with which funeral home which cemetery and then before the cemetery or the funeral home has their name or telephone number i negotiate the price with them uh, so the family knows what they're going to do and the beauty of it is they just don't think they're doing the right thing they absolutely know it and they get the best price yeah, unfortunately, I wish I'd have known you years ago. <laughs> so I do that every day. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure I spent enormous amounts of money I didn't have to because, mm-hmm. you know, when you do it when you're grieving, it's so much more difficult. Mm-hmm. So easy to, I hate to use the phrase getting taken advantage of, but you might have made better decisions if you yep. would have had a clearer head. And so. Uh, so yeah, most definitely. So how do you get paid? Well, it's real simple. Everything I do is on the honor system. There's no contract with me, uh, for families that call me at the time of death, my fee is 20% of whatever they think I saved them compared to what they were going to do. If I can't save any money, there's no fee. If they're calling me before death, my fee drops to 15% of whatever I save them. And then if I save them over $5,000, I've got a 10% program with what we call American Family Protection Plan. And uh, it's a wonderful program. Everything's on the honor system. Wow. It's hard to find that these days. And uh, that's awesome. So, you know, I find that a lot of families have a particular nursing home. And I will be honest Mm -hmm. with a lot of my family has all been through the same funeral home. You know, because I had told somebody, well, if something happens to me, here's who you call because they mm-hmm. take care of my entire family, you know. So, um, but I wouldn't have thought of, about going anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that other families are, are like me that, you know, that don't shop when it comes to. Uh, well, most, family, or- you know, most families do not shop for funerals. And if they do, they don't know what they're asking for. And uh, it's very difficult, even though they're required by federal law to give you price information over the phone. Most people, they've got tons of sales closes that keep you from asking about the price. They want you to come into the funeral home. And uh, but once families realize the difference in prices and I do spreadsheets and bar charts, they can see it. Here's what the local funeral home charges. Here's what the uh, what your funeral home charges. And uh, you're going to do everything at your church, right? If you do all the services at your church, the location of the funeral home is not a factor. They come yeah. to you. you know? yeah. And that's one of the secrets to my business to saving families money is if you can do everything at your church, which is where you're most comfortable. And if you don't have a church, we'll find you one. Okay. 
Yeah. And so well, there's lots of churches. I know our church. Yeah. You want to, the thing is you want to control the funeral home. You don't want them to control you. And unfortunately, um, the best way I know how to describe it, a funeral home is a car dealership. I don't care how nice they are. If you want to embarrass a car dealership, just accuse them of using funeral home sales tactics. <laughs> Sorry, that's the system. I didn't believe it myself until I started doing the research. Well, uh, I didn't realize how bad it was until my mom got a quote for a cremation. Mm -hmm. And the cremation included a funeral director. Mm -hmm. uh, that's not necessary for a cremation. Correct. So I can't imagine all these families that have been paying for this funeral director that they didn't need to be paying for. Exactly. So mm -hmm. um, I was just like, wow, I was shocked. I've learned, I've learned a lot of stuff, a lot to learn, but you know, when you, when you have the, you know, a lot of my clientele is older, not all of them, a lot of them are, you know, so a lot of times we're talking to them about, you know, do you have your funeral? You know, have you made arrangements? What would you like to do if you haven't made arrangements? You're really kind of documenting wishes. And mm -hmm. so I think that's that's really important. And so, well, well, let me ask you, let's kind of sidestep a little bit. Let's ask okay. something a little different. So what is the biggest expense for funerals? Because I just know I had this whopping like $12,000 bill, but I don't even remember. It's You're on the low side. Uh, I don't remember. Well, that was like 2006. Yeah, Imagine yeah. what it would be today if I was doing the same things. Well, uh, the, most, uh, the most expensive item generally is cemetery property. Give an example. One cemetery in Houston starts at $19,000 for their least expensive spaces. And the second thing is, uh, and you can spend a lot more. And the second thing is the casket. Uh, caskets range from $1,000 to over $125,000. Okay. There's seven parts to a funeral. Keep this in mind. Can you imagine doing that much money? Yeah. There's seven individual parts to a funeral. I just gave them, gave you two of them, and you're already over $200,000. Most of us can't afford that. And you don't have to spend that kind of money to get a quality, nice funeral. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine spending that much money on a casket but the whole time I was, you know, now I realize I've come to my understanding because I've had to plan a funeral a long time. Uh, when my grandfather passed away, I had to go into the funeral home and look at caskets. It's now mm -hmm. my, understanding. they don't really have that anymore. You can do it online or they show you videos or whatever. But in, it was funny because, you know, my grandfather had told me, do not spend, don't not spend a bunch of money. Don't spend a bunch of money Just mm -hmm. in a pine box. So in my head, I'm hearing this voice going, uh, only a pine box, only a pine box, you know, and so, you know, the other part is yeah. going, I can't put him in something super cheap, you know, I'm going to feel bad. And, and so, so it's, it's, um, you know, it's the, when you, when you're approaching with a uh, funeral home, okay, fam funeral homes love family fights, okay, because they're <laughs> going to side with a family member that wants to spend the most money. Mm -hmm. And the family member that wants to to negotiate the price or look at it, they're going to make him feel low, lower than a bow-legged Texas caterpillar. <laughs> this is your loved one we're talking about. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's tons of sales closes designed to get you to quit thinking about the money. Mm -hmm. And there's another thing in the sales process. It's called the Primrose Path. Okay, they don't volunteer everything you're going to do, but the funeral home, uh, funeral homes, quite frankly, you're like tow truck drivers. Okay, they want to get the body. Once they get possession of the body, 
generally families are not going to switch funeral homes. Okay. And then you're a captive customer. Almost 90% of my clients switch funeral homes once they figure out the game. Wow. Yeah. And that's at the time of death. So. Oh, that's even, yeah, I, I wouldn't have even thought to do that. So this has been very educational so far because there's so much <laughs> I wouldn't have thought to do that. Yeah. Um, and so, no, we usually find, you know, problems with the funeral homes over who gets to make the decisions mm -hmm. and things like that is usually what, you know, happens in my office, you know, when people are calling. And so, um, so that's, that's interesting. You, um, you said there were seven parts and um, can I, and we, we talked about the cemetery plot. We talked about the casket. Mm -hmm. What's the other five? I'm curious now. Okay, you've got funeral services, whatever you see a funeral home doing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you've got the, the uh, opening and closing of the grave. Then mm -hmm. you have uh, the concrete box that goes around the casket. And then you've got something called cash advances. But there's seven different parts to a funeral. Now, when most people do a funeral, I like to compare it to eating pizza. In fact, I give away these free pizza cutters, okay? <laughs> They're ergonomic. But what they do is they eat the pizza, but they roll it up like a burrito, and they shove it down their mouth, and they chase it with a fire hose. That's not the way to shop for a funeral. I like to cut it up into its seven different parts, and you take each part separately so that you can get your head around it. And again, the, 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 the biggest important thing for me with my clients is getting them to slow down. If I can slow you down, you make sense, you look at everybody's prices, and you don't commit to any funeral home until you've got a negotiated price. Make them fight for the opportunity to serve your family just like you would any other business. And again, I'm not a funeral director. I got to tell you that. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that my grandmother bought my, my funeral plot years ago. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about the prices. I'm like, thanks, Donnie. I appreciate that immensely. And so, and uh, yeah, she was worried I didn't have any place to go. So mm -hmm. she wanted to make sure I was taken care of me and my cousin and my sister. So, and uh, yeah, that was interesting conversation to have with her. And well, so, the, the process is very intimidating also. One of the big, you know what the family's biggest fear about funerals is? not spending enough money. It's oh. a salesman's dream. Okay. <laughs> They're so, and you know, what if we're trying to get the price down on the funeral? Okay. Is it going to be, are we going to embarrass our family because we're trying to get the price down? Okay. And what then, uh, yeah. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, I always tell folks, you know, when they're in the middle of that process and they call me up, somebody in family calls me and says, Ken, we're, we're $30,000. And I said, well, look, and we've been here for three hours. I said, okay, tell them that you're hungry. Go get a hamburger and call me. And I talk them through everything on the phone. I do everything over the phone and by email, by the way. I never meet my clients in person. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So that's I can uh, help you uh, nationwide. Okay show you how it works. I had a elder law attorney call me in Houston with his client in California. Dad passed away in Florida and the burial was in Queens, New York. I spent an hour on the phone with the family that afternoon and four hours later, I saved them $7,000. You know the thing that was fun? They went with the same funeral home and cemetery that they were going to with originally, but they didn't, the funeral home and cemetery didn't know it. So they negotiated the price. In fact, they matched the price of a funeral home that didn't exist. <laughs> that, 
fun. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now that's good to know. <laughs> and so, and uh, do you do you work with families more, you know, at death or before death? When do you predominantly see most families? Eighty percent of my clients call me at the time of death or just before death. And again, like, like I said, they've had my card for six months. They can't do it. Um, and uh, and at the time, they they get in a panic and they think, well, I've got to have somebody to pick up the body. Okay, well, you need to wait, wait till the authorities get there, wait till the hospice nurse gets there, slow down. Okay, yeah. in fact, if you want to, and a lot of Hispanic families do this, they want to sit up all night with them. They want to bathe them, dress them, and in the morning, the funeral home comes out and picks up the body. That's what we used to do. Um, you can still do that. Don't get in a hurry. You get in a hurry, you make mistakes. And the biggest mistake they make is picking the wrong funeral home. So we'll get a uh, preliminary funeral home to do the initial pickup. And then if they switch, it's not a problem, but then they're not stuck with an embalming and a removal charge. And the corporations charge $2,600 for a pickup and embalming. And quite frankly, an embalming job, the record is 23 minutes. Okay. Yeah. They charge $1,500. There's no reason for that. So can you tell us about a few families that you save some money using your services? Okay, well, my first client, she was an experience, experiment in 1994. She was a friend of mine. I saved her $9,900 over what the funeral home was going to do to her. And recently, a family member from my church, I saved them $31,000 in December, and she just passed away last month. Got them a beautiful cemetery, very nice funeral, and they did everything at their church. $31,000. That's, that's a nice chunk of change. Yeah. Okay. Over what she was going to spend. Yeah. I just can imagine what all it would be if you're saving 31000 That just sounds kind of horrifying. Yeah. Now, I talk a lot slower when I'm talking to a family on the phone than I am right now. I'm just trying to get it all out. Okay. <laughs> uh, not a problem. I appreciate that immensely. And so, so tell people, how do they find you? Well, the best way to find me, uh, you can go to my website is funeralnegotiator.com. And the other website is cemeterycoop.com, which is, uh, I have a cemetery cooperative. If you need to uh, get rid of your cemetery property that you bought several years ago, how easy is it to find a buyer? It's very difficult. But mm -hmm. I find buyers, I'll put the buyer and a seller to get, one person gets rid of their albatross, the other one saves thousands of dollars. And uh, the, But the best way to reach me is my telephone number, 281-357-0195. You can get me 24 hours a day on that number. And I'm the only one that answers the phone. So, Well, that's good because that uh, I have a lot of clients looking to unload uh, cemetery plots that because they've decided to get cremated. And so mm -hmm. and, uh, that is. Cremations don't, uh, funerals don't cost a lot of money. That's what people don't understand. Yeah. Okay. You, uh, you know what the price range on a cremation is in Houston? I, I know right now I can get one for $12.95. Okay. $7,775 all the way down to $872 with 10 death certificates. That's the range for a direct cremation. Yeah. Just don't realize it, you know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And um, so crazy. The prices are definitely. But, but when you see it on a spreadsheet and a bar chart, the light bulb comes on. And, uh, and that's what I do for family. I eat them uh, in the middle of the night. I slow them down. I said, look, get some rest for a little while. we got a preliminary funeral home to pick it up. 
in about three or four hours, I'll send you spreadsheets, a map, and bar charts, and then you can decide if you want to go with the funeral home everybody recommends. So, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Well, Ken, I just wanted to thank you so much for being on the show, and uh, we had a bunch of giggles beforehand, so it was really good to talk to you. And uh, and so and I'm uh, so glad to have your information because I know I can send you a ton of business this way. Yeah. So. And I really appreciate what you do, too, because you really help families. So. All right. You have a great day and I appreciate you being on the show. All righty. Take care. Right. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcast as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice.